0: JC, I've been trying to talk to him since before the election.
1: Yeah, he's a big pain in the butt. Can I just give him a message?
0: I'll just tell him I think he's an arrogant jackass. I'll tell you the reason
1: why. All right. Just so you know, by the way, he drives me crazy, too. I hate him.
0: Well, he made a comment that he, he said, who do these religious people think they are, you know, when they were going to vote against the stem cell? Who do they think they are? And I thought, you know, what an arrogant jackass. Right. So, I agree.
1: He's always doing stuff like that. And,
0: and, and who are you? Are you JC? Yeah. I figured you might be. Are I you an electrician? <laughs>
1: you big dummy.
0: I get along with everybody. 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 Donald Trump attacked General Motors this morning.
1: Trump attacking John Lewis on
0: Twitter. Donald Trump attacking BuzzFeed. Trump attacked the press. This Schwarzenegger tweet, is this really from Donald Trump 28 seconds ago?
1: Donald Trump is taunting Arnold Schwarzenegger.
0: And Trump this morning going after Merrill Street. President Trump attacked Nordstrom. President Trump.
1: Attack the judiciary. Why is the president picking a fight with Australia? He attacked the press. He's attacking
0: the FBI. Attacking the Freedom Caucus. Attacking President Obama.
1: The president picking a fight with Canada. Trump attacked Blumenthal's military record. The president also attacked CNN anchors.
0: He seems to be attacking the Justice Department. Attacking Comey. Attacking one Elizabeth Warren. Why is he picking a fight with London's mayor right after a terror attack? The president attacking Rod Rosenstein. The president on Twitter has attacked. CNN, NBC, CBS, ABC, The New York Times, and The Washington Post. The president Trump picking a fight with Jeff Sessions. He
1: attacked cable host Mika Brzezinski. Attacking Hillary Clinton. President Trump has been accused of inciting attacks against journalists. President Trump attacking Amazon this morning.
0: Donald Trump attacked Arizona Senator John McCain last night in Arizona. The president also attacking Senator Jeff Flake. President Trump personally attacked Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. It's basically like picking a fight with the bouncer when you're trying to get into the club. You start that kind of beef, you're probably not getting into the club. President Trump is attacking the mayor of San Juan, Puerto Rico. President Trump attacked the NFL protest. Attacking Steph Curry this morning. President Trump has attacked Rex Tillerson. President Trump attacked the Congresswoman Frederica Wilson.
1: The good news from today may have been that the president did not attack a gold star widow. He did attack a fellow Republican and the chairman of the Senate
0: Foreign Relations Committee, Bob Corker of Tennessee. Meanwhile, President Trump back on Twitter this morning and on the attack. Attacking Theresa May. Attacking CNN International. Tax Senator Schumer and Congressman Pelosi. He's really picked a oh fight no. with LeVar Ball. I get along with everybody, remember? Now I'm just getting warmed up. Happy to see you again. Don't be nervous. Don't be rocky. You're our teenage guestist jockey now. And let me begin by wishing you a beautiful, like look. Did that voice inside you
1: say, I've heard it? It is Monday, October 23rd, 2023. How are you doing, kids? You're at jcontheline.com. Jeez, enjoy this day today because can't guarantee there's going to be a lot more. Sunny in 79 today. Some showers moving in tomorrow. Now, it's going to be warm here, 79, you know, into the low 80s, stuff like that, right on through Friday, and then a speed bump on Saturday, but looking ahead, I know it's eight days away, but... In terms of the long-range forecast, they are saying for Halloween, high of only 49 with rain, low of 31. And if you are around for math class, you might remember that 31 is one less than 32. And 32 is when things start to turn to ice and snow. So all that stuff is about a week away. It's coming. It's coming. We've been living a charmed life. And like I said, beautiful day today. It used to be, to get on television, you had to have some experience. Even in a market like St. Louis, which I've talked about this before. When I got to St. Louis in May of 1984, St. Louis was market number 18. Now it's 26. All the criticism that I've done of the Founding Fathers, Civic Progress, various mayors, city council, people just sort of running the show. And there were a couple of mayors I really liked. I really liked Francis Slay he was one of those guys who you know although was a politician and all politicians are basically full of shit but you know he was a guy who really did love his city still does but he really as mayor wanted to make the place a better place to live sometimes he achieved it sometimes he didn't but at least he was trying it's not like these people who get in because they're just power hungry or they just want to turn the place upside down but it does say something if over the course of 40 years you go from number 18 to number 26 and some of it i don't think we can do anything about people are moving south and st louis isn't far enough south but anyhow the point i'm trying to make is that uh, to get into market you know let's say it's 18 or 26, somewhere in there, low 20s. You had to have some experience. I remember when I was working at Channel 5 in the mid-1980s. The team of broadcasters they had there, it was like a dream team. A lot of them were names you wouldn't know because they were behind the scenes people. Producers, executive producers, news directors, assistant news directors. And these people were sharp. And it was an honor to work in that place. Then they started cutting back. And they started cutting back, and the rest is history. You know how I've told you for decades now that the people who run the broadcast industry are idiots and morons. And people thought I was saying that stuff just to be funny, and I was. But I also meant it. It's possible to achieve both if you do it right. There were probably over 100 broadcast companies 40 years ago when I got to St. Louis. Now there's less than 10, and you'll never guess how many are bankrupt. Nine, nine out of 10 are either in some sort of bankruptcy protection or, you know, they got uh, Odyssey, the company that owns KMOX and KZK. They just got delisted by the New York Stock Exchange because your stock has to be at least worth, I guess it's a dollar to make the list. Their stock is worth one cent a share. So a real emerging growth industry. (laughs) broadcasting but you know the point is though from the talent end of things because it wasn't our fault you can only do so much if you have idiot management and if all the help you get from the corporate end is guys just coming in and just making a list and then firing everybody on the list their attitude is well if you can do it with uh, 60 employees certainly you can do it with 50 and then they come back two years later and go if you do it with 50 you could probably do it with 40 and you know where I'm getting at here. But you used to have to have some experience. You had to have, you know, three or four jobs under your belt before you could get to a city the size of St. Louis. I'll use myself as an example. I had nine jobs before I got to St. Louis. Nine. Now, I swear to God, they're hiring people out of high school. I got this uh, relatively new sportscaster on Channel 5 who went to high school in Ladue just like graduated a few hours ago but you know what she's got massive tits and she's pretty and she knows enough about sports to fumble her way through a two-minute cast. but then you have the laura Hediger show which is a favorite of ours here on the jc corcoran podcast every once in a while you get a little bit of a treat because it's not her making the stupid comment
0: when's the last time you stood up I ran over to get a key lime pie. A little winded from that. I know. We like to sit during great day, and many of you are at home on the couch right now, or maybe at work. You're probably sitting at your desk. So as we go through this story, this is your encouragement to get up and move around just a little bit. After all, we know how bad sitting can be all day, every day, but according to a new study, just five minutes of light walking every half hour can alleviate some of the increased risk that comes with sitting for long periods. So, stretching your legs for 10 minutes out of every hour, doesn't have to be fast, just get up to break the cycle of sitting. And if you're in an office setting, there are ways to sneak in some activity. You could do squats, maybe some calf raises at your desk. You could stretch at your desk, even take deep breaths. Maybe work on your posture. All of these things can be helpful in the long run. I'm sure there's a study that says sitting down is healthy.
1: No, there's not. No, there's not. There are no studies that say sitting around being inactive is good for your body. None. But he said it. He said it on television. I know a lot of people stop watching baseball once the Cardinals are no longer involved, but you're missing tremendous baseball. My God, has this been a great two, three weeks of postseason baseball. We're going to have a game seven tonight. Texas evened it up at 3-3 against Houston last night. The game is at 7. I like this series. It's been great baseball, and also the two teams do not like one another. And then Arizona hosting the Phillies at 4. Phillies up 3-2 in that series. But that second game, that game seven, is at 7 o'clock tonight. You go up against Monday night football game, which should probably be lopsided. Minnesota continues to struggle. 49ers are, I think, I want to say six and a half point favorites in that game. Congrats to Mizzou. They deserve it. They're up to 16 now in the AP poll. Why City SC playoff action at home? Game one is going to be Sunday at nine o'clock. I have no idea. What an absurd time to be trying to have a sporting event. Nine o'clock on a Sunday night? Why? We have reporters working the story. About Michigan State having to apologize after an image of Hitler appeared on the jumbotron at Spartan Stadium on Saturday. Now they say it was because they did a trivia question about where he was born, but MSU says he came from a third-party source. And there's a rapper by the name of Blueface. He brought strippers to his suite at the Rams Steelers game yesterday, and then started making it rain while they twerked then because how could you have a more romantic setting than that he proposed to his girlfriend and she said yes let's talk killers of the flower moon which did 23 million over the weekend it's not that much it was beaten out by the taylor swift movie but um this uh, this business of movies that are long and getting longer it's really starting to become an issue because everything you've heard about Killers of the Flower Moon is true. It is a remarkable piece of filmmaking. Cinematically, it's very, very exciting to watch. The special effects are great. The way they work with the Native American tribes is very admirable stuff. It's a masterpiece from a directing standpoint, from Martin Scorsese. The acting, God, is De Niro good. And then just about the time you're thinking to yourself, this is as good as he's been in anything leonardo DiCaprio comes along and he's fantastic too by the way jason isbell is uh in the movie and and he's good seems to know what he's doing and basically the story is about how there's these american indian tribes in oklahoma that all of a sudden you know they're among the poorest people on earth and all of a sudden oil comes shooting out of the ground it was like a beverly hillbillies thing and overnight pretty much they become some of the richest people in the entire country which got the attention of the white man who said why do we take some of that money off their hands and the story just sort of goes from there but remember when we were kids if you had a long movie like i want to say it was the bible or the ten commandments or something like that there was an intermission you know get up move around so you don't get blood clots in your legs despite what damon arnold thinks on great day on channel four Yeah, I bet there's a study that shows if you sit around a lot, that's good for you. No! So I'm still stuck on that. Anyhow, this has gotten into an ego thing. People believe in their own press releases. Nobody wants to sit there that long to watch a movie. And as I was sitting there watching it the other night, I thought to myself, I know this is three and a half hours. And I can see a hundred places where the movie could have been trimmed down. But I think the uh, director's egos have gotten a little bit out of control here, and I love Scorsese. I love pretty much everything he's ever done. But I just think he's wrong on this. People don't want to sit there that long, and it's it's just it's a bad idea. But you will see. This thing being hit with Oscars flying out of the sky. Last week, we got the word that Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith, to the surprise of a breathless America on the edge of our chairs, collectively speaking, found out that they separated years ago. Turns out now Meryl Streep did the same thing. She and her husband of 45 years have been separated for six years. Britney Spears says she takes nude photos and videos of herself because it's an act of freedom. 12, 15 years ago, you'd watch Britney Spears, and if you're a red-blooded American male, heterosexual, you're looking going, man, I would like to hit that. Well, you know what? Now, you probably could. Turns out Hassan Minaj apparently had the Daily Show hosting job locked up. And then that report came out saying he made up stories about being discriminated against from his stand-up routine, and now he's officially out of the running. Mick Jagger and Lady Gaga, surprise appearances on Saturday Night Live the other night. This uh, Bad Bunny, I heard his name, but I was not familiar with his work. He's a very talented guy, it turns out, and he was the musical guest and the guest host all at the same time. His album is number one in the country, and I'm not talking about on the Hispanic music charts. I'm talking about on all of the music charts, and this guy is number one. Somebody likes his stuff. Which brings us to, well, I always say we only do politics on this show if it's absolutely unavoidable. And I'm going to have to put an asterisk there, too, because now I got to say we only do Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey stories if they're absolutely unavoidable. And I think today is one of those days. I don't know. I just sort of reached a point where I felt like I had to say something about it. And there's just such a glut of stuff about this uh, Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift thing. Not even our audience. But a lot of things aren't our, the Kardashians aren't our audience either, but yet we still have to talk about them once in a while because they're they're everywhere. It's the same thing with this. But I would like to attempt a moment of sobriety here. These two are crazy about one another. You know, all the skeptics who all said it was a big publicity stunt? You're wrong. And you know what my feelings are about these dopes whose response to every bit of news about them has been, who cares? Who cares? The answer is quite a few of your own friends and family members and fellow employees because somebody is out there buying all this stuff. I don't, you know, Taylor Swift, I think, is dippy and I'm not a fan of her music, but I don't like rap music either. But it would be absurd to just try to dismiss it all. Like I said, somebody is out there buying it and going to the concerts. Besides, think about it Joe DiMaggio and Marilyn Monroe Belinda Carlisle and Mike Marshall of the Dodgers Carrie Underwood and Mike Fisher Ciara and Russell Wilson Dwayne Wade Gabriel Union Jennifer Lopez and Alex Rodriguez Andy Roddick and Mandy Moore I don't understand why this particular one is being judged so harshly Well, actually, I do. And one of the reasons I know is because it's the same thing that happens to me. When you are a polarizing figure, meaning that people either love you or hate you, and I've been dealing with that for the last almost 40 years now in St. Louis, when you are a polarizing figure, as is. Taylor Swift, people seem to either love her or really, really not love her. We judge things more harshly that way. Now, here's the thing. Travis Kelsey just plopped on a cool $6 bucks for a house in a gated community. The other night, he bought out an entire restaurant so the two of them could just have an intimate dinner together. This does not sound like somebody chasing publicity to me. And don't blame the media. Blame yourselves, okay? Maybe not you specifically, but the collective you. Yeah, news organizations only talk about things that they think you're interested in. And when Travis Kelsey's uh, jersey sales go up 400%, and everybody, whether you like it or not, and I don't like it, but everybody is talking about this. Even if they're talking about it in a dismissive fashion, Or even if their eyes roll back and they're like, oh my God, not this again. I totally understand that because I'm with you. But like I said, don't blame the media. The media reflects what's going on. And what's going on is a huge reflection in the mirror of Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. And I hate that term, the media, anyhow, because these days in 2023, what does that mean, anyhow? For some people, there's no difference between the ABC, CBS or NBC Evening News, and something they see on YouTube or Facebook. Well, it's the media. No, it's not. It is media, but it's not the media. But I digress. But I guess my question is this. What do you want them to do? For people complaining about this, what do you want them to do? I mean, they're two immensely popular, well-known celebrities, and they're dating. Maybe we should just leave them alone. Because otherwise, you know what? We're going to end up with our own Princess Diana situation. Even though I know there's a certain number of people out there, real sickos, who would derive a degree of titillation out of something like that. You know, and ultimately, none of your damn business anyhow. But it is weird if you live with somebody who doesn't know anything about sports or nothing about football and says, when does the Taylor Swift game come on? (laughs) <laughs> when i was much younger i had a lot of pet peeves and as i got older i tried to sort of shed those just try to roll with it a little bit but there's still stuff that bugs me and i got a new one well actually i got a couple of new ones what the hell is going on in parking lots you go to target maybe you go to walmart some big shopping center or it doesn't even really have to be big it could be a strip mall and people are hauling ass at like 40 miles an hour through a parking lot And you know it's gotten bad because a lot of parking lots now feature speed bumps, even though I see a lot of people try to drive around the speed bump. You know, sometimes if you have to park your car far away from the front door of the place, you're walking from your car and you're zigzagging between cars and you're coming out of an area where you might not be that visible right away. The margin of error starts to become an issue. Slow down. But here's my new one. When you go to the bakery section, and I don't care what kind of a store it is, it can be a Chinooks, a Dearburgs, a Walmart, a Target, it doesn't matter. I love fruit, and I especially love fruit for breakfast in pastry. You know, a nice strawberry tart, something with some blueberries, maybe some kiwi in it. Well, please, please, I'm going to ask nicely, don't try to sell me a box of something called cherry-filled turnovers. Because you know what happens when I get home? I bite into it, and it's like somebody took a paintbrush, then dipped it in some sort of unidentifiable red substance, and just went <laughs> and then folded it over, put it in the oven, threw it in the box, and then sold it to me for five ninety nine. Remember what George Carlin used to say about advertising when it came to food?
0: It is physically impossible for a food processing plant to produce anything homemade. I don't care if the CEO is living in the basement and cooking on a hot plate. It's not going to happen. Gourmet dining in a cup. Gourmet cuisine in a can. By the way, whenever you hear cuisine in place of food, be prepared to pay an extra 80%. Gourmet rolls, gourmet coffee, gourmet pizza. These things do not exist. Hearty. You know what I do when I hear the word hearty? I look at the label. Hmm, 300 grams of saturated fat. Hearty, as in heart attack. It's the same with buttery and lemony and chocolatey. Real chocolatey goodness. You know what that means? No fucking chocolate.
1: Cherry filled turnovers. The only thing turning over is the guy who invented cherry-filled turnovers. He's turning over in his grave. This would have been the birthday of Michael Crichton. This guy was a prolific author, created Jurassic Park, You know, wrote that, wrote ER. He was also six foot nine. I had a chance to interview him in Los Angeles. There was a movie that came out, maybe you remember this, it was with Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton. It was called twister about tornado chasers and people with daddy issues <laughs> stupid stuff the movie was absolutely atrocious oh carrie elwes was in it too and you know they were all driving black vans you know why because they were the bad guys so they had the black vans with the dark windshields and they were like you know drive up to the tornado and get out of the car and start Heading it the dumbest thing ever now you watch that movie on a friday night you get up on saturday and now you're supposed to conduct interviews with the people who made the movie and who starred in it and you're thinking to yourself the whole time aren't you embarrassed but you can't ask that question but you can think it and i did But you might remember a guy from St. Louis insisted that he wrote or, I don't know, created the idea or something that had the intellectual property of Twister. And he sued Michael Crichton. And Michael Crichton had to come to St. Louis for like two weeks for the trial. And the guy who sued him lost. And at the end of the trial, that guy from St. Louis approached Michael Crichton. I guess he wanted to shake his hand, get an autograph and everything. And Michael Crichton was like, go F yourself. So now I go to Los Angeles and he's like, oh, St. Louis, huh? I'm like, yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. And he just basically said, yeah, I'm not going to have a guy drag me into court, cost me a bunch of money, inconvenience me. I live in Los Angeles. I got to come to St. Louis and nothing wrong with your city or anything, but for God's sakes, I got stuff to do and I'm sitting here now, now I win the case and the guy wants to be my friend. No, no, that ain't going to happen. Can't really blame him. Six foot nine. Jeez, he was tall. He was sitting down. When somebody's sitting down and they still look freakishly tall, that's when you know they're tall. Amelia Clark from Game of Thrones, 37. Megan McCain, 39. Ryan Reynolds, 47. Doug Flutie, remember him? Boston College, 61 today. Dwight Yoakum, 67. Ang Lee, who directed Brokeback Mountain, The Hulk, and a movie that's been showing on cable for like the last month, The Ice Storm. Good movie. Kevin Klein, Sigourney Weaver, they're good in it. Angley is 69 today. John Heisman was born on this date in 1869. I like stories like this. I like stories like Connie Mack. Maybe you knew somebody or know somebody now who has a son playing in Connie Mack Baseball League. That's usually what follows Babe Ruth League. So 16, 17, 18. That's Connie Mack League. It's like, well, who the hell is Connie Mack? Why does he get a league named after him? Well, prior to his arrival, pitcher wound up and threw to a catcher who was about 30 feet behind home plate. There's just a guy standing there with a glove. And Connie Mack looked at this and said, "This is stupid." And he invented catcher's gear, shin guards, chest protector, mask. So we're moving the catcher right in behind home plate. Completely changed the game so you hear about the heisman award all the time but who was john heisman he died in 1936 legendary college football coach who invented the handoff the flea flicker and the center snap this is unbelievable before him the center would roll the ball to the quarterback Can you imagine that? You just try to roll a football on a flat surface in your house. That's hard enough. Now, try it on a grass field with big clumps of grass and the wind is blowing and there's mud. (laughs) I can't even imagine what that looked like. So John Heisman said, let's get that quarterback in there. I know it's going to look a little funny, (laughs) but trust me, in the long run, it's going to pay off. You want me to put my hands where? And the name Blanche Scott probably does not ring a bell, but she was the first woman to fly an airplane by herself back on this date, in 1910. She flew over a park in Fort Wayne, Indiana, 12 feet off the ground. I think Spirit does that every day. And 22 years ago today, 2001, Apple debuted the first iPod. I remember when I showed my iPod to my father, who was in his 80s at that time. I said, "Dad, I got to have a thousand songs." on this little thing here (laughs) and just to show you how funny my father was he said i can think of a thousand songs i never want to hear again and this ladies and gentlemen would be called irony due to a water main break the town of watertown new york is without water today people in intercourse pennsylvania are thinking to themselves i hope nothing like that happens around here and with that the jc cocker podcast for monday october 23rd 2023 is in the can we're here every weekday morning at 11 o'clock central time for a half an hour every day just chatting our little brains out spread the word if you can don't forget, you can reach me by email, jc at jcontheline.com. Facebook, The Showgram with J.C. Corcoran. And you can hear me doing and Americana on K-Wolf, 101.5 St. Louis, and still 101.7 West and beyond. Streaming at kwolf.com every morning, 5.30 until 10. All right, like I said, enjoy this today because we're not going to have a lot more of these days sunny in about 79 Gorgeous, just simply gorgeous. Have a great day. In the meantime, we've beaten this one to death. Have a good one. See you later.
0: Bye. Real chocolatey goodness. You know what that means? No fucking chocolate. The J.C. Corcoran podcast.